This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Morning, Al. What's up, man? Oh, hi, Jerry. It's Friday, oh, and yeah. we've got a Holla. lot going on with the Knicks yet again because this Oakley thing doesn't. As a matter of fact, everybody's doubled down on what's gone on at the Garden, and he did a radio interview yesterday. He was... Um, Interesting things to say in that uh, when he goes to the garden that James Dolan is alerted that he is there and that people must follow him around. He said even to the bathroom, which is interesting. And it brings me to last night. Now, why would that be the case? Rangers played last night. Hockey? Yes, the Rangers play hockey. Uh, They wound up winning 4-3. And you had this chance start to get broken out at the garden. So whatever, you figure they're, they're chanting Charles Oakley. You go to Deadspin, and they have video of security going to this guy, trying to kick him out. The guy who was chanting Oakley? Yes. He won't go. And, you know, the way the article is written on Deadspin, I'm not necessarily sure that the video supports it. But it's certainly, you can make that case that after the guy refused to leave and the security guard noticed cameras were rolling, he finally gave up and left. This whole thing makes James Dolan look hideous. At this point, Jerry, I wouldn't even wear Oakley sunglasses to the garden. Hi-oh. Wow. Yeah. Did you see that Dwayne Wade (laughs) and LeBron took to Instagram? So a lot of guys, yeah. For support. Now, I hope you would do this for me or Eddie if we'd gotten in trouble. Take to Instagram. You you Instagram a photo of us and you hashtag it with stay woke. I didn't know what that meant. Me neither. So I Googled it. Right. And it means uh, sort of like keep aware of the situation. Stay woke. Because it could happen to you. Got it. So LeBron is going to stay woke in case this happens to him at some point. Like, be aware, Jerry. Stay woke. Stay woke. I'd like to see you use that today at some point on your Twitter. How about during the show? Well, it's more of a hashtag, which is a social media. Why don't I just say hashtag stay woke? Oh, like when during an update? What does it mean again? Uh, I think it means like be aware of your situation. Be alert of what's around you and your surroundings. Like, look what's going on with Charles Oakley. You stay woke because maybe it could happen to you or someone else. I'll work that into the first segment I'm on. And you'll say hashtag, though. Hashtag stay woke. Yes, please. I think I can get that done. And by the way, how about this? Because here's the one thing about this whole situation. Who the hell wants to come play for the Knicks now? Exactly. How about this? Here's, Here's Reggie Miller. On Twitter, if you're a free agent to be, why would you play for an owner who treats the past greats like this or a president who stabs a star player in the back? Which brings us to Phil Jackson. I mean, this thing is a circus. Phil Jackson (laughs) tweeted again. He did. I'm Um, so confused. He tweeted about his, quote, misunderstood tweet. Right, from Tuesday, I think it was. But even this, 
when he tweets, it's confusing. How about this? He's 70 something years 71. old. 71. I Googled Stop that too. Tweeting. How about that? Because in this tweet, at 71 years old, he used two emojis. I mean, what a, I, mean I thought emojis were for the kids. Me too. Although my mother is now 74. She'll hit me with an emoji every now and then. All right. Fair enough. So they do. My mom does too sometimes. The 70-year-olds do know where the emojis are. Yeah. But he had to go out of his way to find the fire emoji and the peace finger emoji. Do you have the tweet? You want to read it? Uh, I don't have the full tweet because I was confused by it, Jerry. So after starting a fire emoji storm with a misunderstood tweet, I offer this peace sign emoji. (laughs) Our society is torn with discord. I'm against it. Let it be. That's a Beatle reference. Eddie That's clearing me. things up? What does that even mean? I don't know. Right. That's exactly. what I mean. Now, this tweet will be misunderstood because of all the emojis he's I had to try just, to figure out. I mean, I've never thought he just has to go. But at this point, he's just got to go. He's ruined his legacy. James Dolan's got to go. He's got to go. Someone's got to buy the Knicks and start over because yeah. this whole thing is just a colossal disaster right now. And now it's affecting Boomers Rangers. They're chanting Oakley and getting thrown out of those games. Yes, they are. As a matter of fact, they yeah. are. A couple of other things here. We'll move off the basketball. Uh, do you want you want to go with the Broncos special teams coordinator or do you want to go with Jordan Spieth? Let's go Broncos because I saw you watching video of this guy. I did. I like this and guy. I was like, what do you do? Who is I this? know. Well, again... Deadspin's great. They had the article, hey, you got to go watch this press conference. So I did. So Brock Olivo, I guess he played in the league for a few years with the Lions, uh, was hired as their new special teams coordinator. Now, why even and have so a press conference for that? I have no idea. Who I, cares, That's right? usually a press release. Move on, I would think. But it's Denver. What else are they talking about right now? What else are we doing? The Nuggets are okay, fine. And right, the Avalanche, like, fine. Maybe whatever. if the Nuggets were throwing out of their arena one of their legendary players, <laughs> they wouldn't have time for these. Right. But since they don't, Special teams coach press conference. And by the way, 13 and a half minutes. Oh, nice. Not bad. So he's got a a little phrase he's going to use uh, with his team. We're going to kill it, okay? This is a great acronym, you guys, right? Kill it. Keep it likable and learnable. (laughs) I figure we could use a new acronym around here. He also had this one, which I like, uh, the new motto. Now, notice the pause. All right. Because he had to look down to read it as he was saying it. Our motto, and it's going to be on my office, is going to be... Um, I forgot. What, what is it? <laughs> cut it loose and have fun. Nice. <laughs> so Kill I like it? this guy. Kill it and cut it loose. He should start a hashtag with that. Hashtag. On Instagram. You, you stay woke. Stay woke. Hashtag kill it. Hashtag, what was his motto? Yeah, I don't remember. Oh. Cut it loose and cut have it loose fun or and something have fun, like yes. that. And then there's Jordan Spieth. So he's at Pebble Beach, and he had a couple of things to say uh, in terms of professional autograph seekers. Uh, he is not um, he's not in line with them. Not a, a little fan. frustrating at the end, and I didn't appreciate the language that was used and um, just some scums that just, uh, just bother me. He says these guys basically make money off of his success, and he doesn't like it. What bothers him is... He likes signing for kids and for charities, not guys he recognizes that are walking around with a bag of balls. Right. See, we, uh, when Craig and I flew into Houston for the Super Bowl, Mr. Phil Sims was on our flight. And when we got off, these dudes were waiting for Phil with deflated giant Super Bowl, Super Bowl balls. <laughs> of course. And Phil was so nice. He sat there, signed every one of them. I yeah. thought I was thinking more like Jordan Spieth. 
Well, like 50 of them. Yeah, the guy, they had like a I whole thing it. of balls, Jerry. This is how they make money. And I'll give you one more on Spieth, which I liked a lot because he was going back and forth with these guys who were angry with him. A couple of them were saying, you're not Tiger Woods. Don't don't act like you're Tiger. I'm just like, whatever, guys. You know, so True. Um, you're still trying to benefit off me, and I'm not even Tiger Woods. So, um, <laughs> you know, what's, uh, what's that say about you? Yeah. Good point. Very good. And by the way, he's better than Tiger Woods right now. Who's buying Jordan Spieth autographs? A lot of people. Golf people. There's a lot of people. For real? Just because you're not in the world. Just because you're not in the world of golf does not mean that. No, you are not. (laughs) I golf. Well, Well, you try to golf. It's not exactly (laughs) golf. And then uh, also in autograph news, Jerry, Tom Brady is charging big bucks for his autograph. A thousand bucks if you want a ball sign. He's Tom freaking Brady. And then if you want him to write Super Bowl champ, whatever Super Bowl this was, 51. That's an additional 400. Takes more time. And if you want him to say Jerry Rollo, that's another $400. So Tom Brady, inflated ball yeah. with his autograph and some sayings, ultimately will wind up costing you $1,600? Yeah. Now, the, the time at a Boomer's uh, event when I had a lot of vodkas and I, uh, <laughs> I bid on a uh, yes. Troy Aikman cowboy helmet. Yeah. There was also a Tom Brady helmet, full-size, legit Tom Brady helmet. I should have drunk bid on that. That has increased in value. Yes, because you can put that up on eBay right now, and you probably make a fortune. Five Super Bowl rings. You think How much do you think it costs to get Brady to that event for the organizers? Uh, for these uh, guys that's going to... That's got to cost, what, $100,000 to get them there? Yeah, because everything he's signing, he's got a list of like what everything costs. Right, if and you, it's that money's not going in his pocket. He gets his fee, and then the organization, I imagine, collects the money at the end for I what guess, it brings in. But he's got to be getting most of this. He's got to be guaranteed a minimum half million bucks to do that. You think $500,000? Yeah, minimum. So guaranteed. how many people have to go see him at a, a – well, so 1,600. So a let's say 1,200 on average a pop. That's a lot of people. That line's got to be around the building, you would think. That's a lot of money to sign on an inflated but a, football. But a guy like that that does not do autograph signings, that's why. I guess. And I understand the five Super Bowl rings. At some point, though, it's a little bizarre, don't you think? I'm going to send some of those Jordan Spieth guys over to him, get some autographs. I don't think he Or just hang out in wherever he lives. Like He's, he's here in Soho, just uh, go the West Soho. Village, uh, all summer long. Uh, he's played, he plays ball with his kid down where my kid's uh, playing Battery Park. Just wait for him to be there and, uh, you know, yeah, hey, you mind an autograph? Do you Sign. think Brady would, would sign a rando autograph in the street? Yes. Yes, I do. You do? I do. Yep. Absolutely. So just one guy walks up with a football. The bigger question is, would Giselle take a picture with you? Yes. So then there you go. The All-American family. That's the voice of well, Craig I mean, Carton. He comes up. Yeah, but they live here, do they not? I mean, she could be deported Do they live tomorrow. here? Is she an American citizen? I don't know if she is or isn't. We're not sure, Are we Jerry. all immigrants, Craig? I oh, came boy. from Jersey City. Are we That's all not a... immigrants, Craig? I mean, at some point, unless you're Native American, yes. That's Craig. Uh, That's Craig. Boomer's coming up with him in just Stay a minute woke. here on The Fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio, sort of. What is the five fingers? Say to the face! <laughs> what? Slap! That's funny. Yeah, Jerry, there's a co- in college, it's a Washington Huskies. Yes. A fellow by the name of Malik Dime. Yes. He wasn't no even, one's ever heard of before well, of course last not, night. Right. Until now. Yep. He wasn't even playing in the game, but I guess this uh, Colorado student in the during uh, the game was uh, heckling him. And he slapped him right across the face at halftime. Yes. Well, that's that's the, the way to goes. handle a heckler. Although something happened because oh, the kid who got slapped would not talk about 
the incident yeah, and you, everything's been taken care of. Because it's embarrassing to be slapped in the face by another man. No, what's embarrassing is probably what will come out what he was saying. Oh. Because I'm sure you've been to games before. What, what fans say is vile and ridiculous at times. And I don't understand how this doesn't happen more, to be quite honest. Well, I mean, it happened to Charles Ugly. He yeah. got slapped and now there's a so big what'd problem. what'd he do? He got himself arrested. Well, that is a problem now. <laughs> yes, exactly. He didn't just take the slap to the face. <laughs> he did not take the and slap move to on the face. like this uh, Colorado student. But did. you know, you go to these games. The things that these kids are saying are just fans in general, and especially in college, these kids are so close to the bench or the court. Sometimes yeah. you hear it. Now, I'm not saying you should go slap the guy. Why do you build a wall? But you, you could do that too. Why do they let those people sit right? Like even these uh, NBA games. Your I, I guys' agree. feet are on the court. I hate now that the NBA teams sell those first seven or yeah. eight seats. And then, oh, by the way, how about this? you got a reserve player. He's all the way down the bench, basically sometimes without a seat. He's got to step over Woody Allen to get onto the court. In certain cases, you happen to be right about that. So a lot of stuff gets uh, gets said. So be it. It happens. you got the Knicks home for the Nuggets. That's going to be a blast tonight because they're really fun these days. I wonder what former Nick will get Mike thrown Prince out. Mike says oh. a heads-up to Mohegan Sun in Uncasville, Connecticut. King. o'clock. Nice job, Eddie Scazzeri. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Boomer Esiason, Craig Carton. Flashback. It's Friday. Holla! Hello! Tom Izzo here for another installment of the Boomer and Carton Show Flashback Friday. And today we have a double flashback. First up, the guys break down the logic fans have of booing players in hopes to boost their performance. This idea is immediately put to the test when everyone starts booing Adam the Bull while he's doing his update, and the boos are led by an unlikely member of the show. So here's what it sounds like when a normal person is trying to do their job while being booed. And it's fantastic. Booing the Bull, April 15th, 2010. Would it be effective? Probably not. I think it would be effective. I think I I could be pretty effective. You think so? By booing. More effective than maybe you. By booing. It's all about effectiveness. That's right. You think if you go out there and you're driving through, or whatever time you drive through the Manhattan Bridge, and there was a work crew there, and you start booing them, that they're going to clean up that pothole faster? I would have to boo their boss. I wouldn't have to boo them, because their boss should have gotten them there like six months ago. Right. So you think if you boo the head guy there, you know, the big union management guy. I don't think it's a union management guy. Maybe it's Uh a guy who's working for the DOT. So you want to boo Whoever, you know, decides to put the crews out to fix these certain things. Uh, I know I got people fixing fixing sidewalks over here in Charlton. We don't need that. What we need is we need them to fix the entrance to the Manhattan Bridge from the Brooklyn side. All right, so here you go. Um, Hello, DOT. May I help you? Boo! Oh, we'll get right on that. You guys suck. (laughs) Like, they don't hear that every day of the week. I feel bad for them, but you know what? I'm talking about safety issues here, Craig. You know, oh, shut up. (laughs) You know what would be funny, by the way? I think it was uh, when Peyton, I think Peyton Manning did this commercial. I forget for what product it was for. Mm -hmm. When he's in the supermarket and he's cheering the guys. Oh, yeah. Cut that meat. <laughs> right, right. As if you know, you know, he's a, uh, a spectator at what they do for a living. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty funny if you went out there and, like, booed people at their jobs. You know what I mean? Sometimes like, you do. Like, let's say you have a secretary just lousy at answering the phones, right? Right. <laughs> so six of us go out there, stand right in front of her desk, and when the phone rings, start booing her. <laughs> You'd hurt her feelings. Yeah, yeah, but you think, you'd, you think she'd be, you'd, uh, be effective with that? 
I, I think you would, as Kenyon was trying to say, uh, your booing would then allow her to know or she would know that you're not happy with her performance. So you would think that she would be motivated by that. But I could see how you could go the other way, though, and you'd be all pissed off. Like, who are you to boo me That's at my right. place of work? Maybe getting a funk. That's what I'm saying. Right. So we're going to try it. Hey, boys, do me a favor. Bring everybody in. To, uh, or just the three of you can do it. As Adam does his update, I want you to boo him. And let's see if he does a better update. All right? Now, uh, do, do we uh, wait for him to make a mistake or just Just boo him That's and stop answer. asking questions. Boomer and Carton show sports anchor Jerry Recco. I wasn't in that day, actually, uh, with all the booing and the clip you're hearing because my wife had just given birth to my second uh, son. So I was out that entire week. I did hear a lot of this, though. And the one thing I remember from it was Eddie basically just firing off zingers at everybody. And you kind of listen back. And I suggest listen back again. Listen to Eddie just firing off at people. And you can kind of understand what's going on between the ears of Mr. Scazzeri. Adam filled in for me that week, and I thought he handled it wonderfully. Adam right now is a sports talk show host in Cleveland uh, doing great things. When Adam filled in, I know Craig and Boomer genuinely liked him. So it was always fun. They always had different things for him to do. He filled in great that week. There's always that one kid in class when you know the teacher goes, any questions? And you're like, if anyone raises their hands, I'm going to punch you. Yeah, you were that one kid. I was never that. Yes, I never raised that one my kid. hand Yes, you were. No, I was well, you not just either. Blurt out the answer. I'm not a hand raiser. You know that. But you, but you have a problem with authority. <laughs> I do have a major problem with authority. Yes, right. that's accurate. Are you ready, Adam? The Bulls got the up. They go ahead, Adam. Boo! Boo! Castillo sack fly to tie the game of the night. From London, bro. Cody, it's all first mistake in a big way. The game featured another last one. Where the hell out of here? Sucks. Just uh, ended. Hits, five runs in five innings. Get out of here. Jesus. David Wright, Jeff Wright, four hit home runs. I can just suck run. more than you do right now. That <laughs> sucks. Come on, you Holy sir. crap. Meanwhile, in the Bronx. Pass A-Rod to left field. There's a base hit. Scoring. His eye bar, it's a base hit and an RBI for Hunter, and the Angels take a 5-1 lead. A nice, exciting highlight you used there. What the hell is that? Did you pick a more boring highlight, you clown? All right, that was John Sterling with the boring call on WCBS. Final score, 5-3. Angels over the Yankees. Wow, you do a terrible boo, by the way. I'm good. Listen to my Let's soul. Let's boo house booing. Go ahead. Boo. What? what the hell is that? You boo. marry? Boo. You boo like, like a, a girl. girl. Who's that? Boo. Jerk. You boo like a jerk. I think Eddie's using this opportunity to really take shots at everybody. <laughs> That's right. Boomer and Carton Show producer, Al Dukes. You know, Adam the Bull, I guess, was filling in for Jerry for whatever reason that day. And it's always tough, I think, when people come in and are filling in for Jerry because this is kind of a well-oiled machine and could be intimidating when you come into the studio. And Adam the Bull, I think, at that time was doing the regular FAN updates where nobody interrupts you and you kind of do your thing, get in, get out, nobody gets hurt. I'm not sure if the booing actually improved Adam the Bull's performance. He was so drowned out from uh, Eddie in particular screaming insults at him while we were actually doing the booing that uh, it was hard for me to tell whether he improved or was worse or was as average as he uh, had been with or without the booing. As I recall, we were just supposed to be booing, which is just going boo. Eddie was like throwing insults about 
things that it seemed like he had had built up in his head for quite some time. I think Adam the Bull did a, a decent job for himself. And now the guy turned that, uh, probably that one update, that one booing update, into an afternoon drive career in Cleveland. Kudos, Adam. And that's no bull. All right, the Devils lost 2-1 to the Flyers game one, but Jacques Lemaire, not concerned. This is the playoffs. And playoffs is the first team that wins four. Uh, (laughs) Brilliant observation by Jacques there. It's Jerry's bit. <laughs> and the Knicks and Nets both lost. And I'm Adam, and that's no bull. There you go. Say now. Was that effective, Adam? Or no? uh, not, <laughs> not so much. I would say not so much. Oh, Eddie made me laugh. Time, Eddie. Uh, Adam, do okay. not. Do I better will. Next I'll time. work on it. Boomer and Carton Show button pusher, the Eddie Scazzeri. When we started booing, uh, it was it was just such a free for all, like a like a, a shark feeding frenzy that you could really barely hear anything that Bull was doing. You know, and listening back to that bit, uh, I was surprised at the hidden anger and venom that was in my voice. It was like I had the opportunity to just unload, and I kind of went for it. I don't know what the hell was going on in my head that day, or maybe I just thought it would, was just being funny, but it sounded almost uh, too genuine uh, and almost uncomfortable. I was really just unloading everything I could think of uh, at Bull. Uh, and, and even Al, I think I took a shot at as well. So, yeah, it was sort of uh, uncharacteristically uh, angry for me. Have a piece of, have a piece of pineapple there. <laughs> I'm good at that. I haven't had mine yet because I'm on the air. It's fresh. Should I try to eat? I may burp on the air, but I eat off the air. No, you don't. You eat on the air. I do? You have, yes. Every now and then I will pop a blueberry in my mouth in the middle of a show. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Was this like one of the best ideas we've ever had? One of the best ideas. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's it for part one of Flashback Friday. Wow. Oh, 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 and there's more. Oh, keep going. For part two, Brooke Lopez joins the show to do a little role playing as he portrays Silence of the Lambs' Buffalo Bill in a scene opposite Al Dukes. Buffalo Brooke, November 16th, 2012. Right. So now you're you. I know you're a big fan of ours. You listen to the show, and people know that you know you're a Stanford kid. So you probably have a little Hollywood in you. Have you ever been in any kind of TV shows or movies or yeah, anything like that? Yeah. Have you ever done any acting or no? Any acting? Yeah. Um, my acting's very limited. I did do a Disney XD twin thing. What was that? Those twins, Zach and Cody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we like hosted a little marathon or something <laughs> like that. Well, by the way, ago. before we get to why I ask that question, Brooke is also here. Uh, promoting a new video game, Marvel Avengers Battle for Earth. And, of course, you, you're clearly a big video game player. Mm-hmm. And this is available for Xbox 360 Connect Now. The Wii U, which is a badass new platform, uh, on December 4th, just in time for the uh, holidays. Now, Boomer, I'm going to put you on the spot. All right. Because Boomer's not a Marvel guy. He ain't a comic book guy. Oh, no. Do you know the members of the Avengers? And uh, I'm not talking about the movie either. I would be Captain America. Captain America, okay, one. one. Good, right, go. One, well, yeah. Four. Four. Okay, two for two, my um, main man. Come on, baby. Iron Man. It's three, the big three. Okay, everyone knows those ones. Oh, now, well, who's, on who's the member of the Avengers where it makes no sense at all that he would be a member of the Avengers? The Hulk. You saw the movie, you son of a bitch. <laughs> of course I saw the movie. You saw the movie, that's right. Of course right. I did. Nice job. What's the video game all about? 
Um, you know, it's really just like um, a pretty classic beat up brawler, but uh, with the Kinect technology, you know, and um, it's a great game. You know, I love it. My guy on Avengers is Hawkeye. Okay. He shoots arrows from the movie. He's got the he's got the guy who just he's a money from like a thousand yards out with the money. Exactly. That's my dream. I mean, on the court, I want to be shooting threes, right? No, like you Rashid and Rashid Wallace, Wallace yeah, right? Exactly, right? <laughs> so you know, Hawkeye's my guy. You know, he's my go-to, and he's great in the game. You know, and just right. to have these fan favorite characters to be able to play him on the Connect. Is How a good lot is fun. Hawkeye though? Now, Connect Boomer, if you don't know, it's when actually you move and the character moves exactly mimics your body. I get it. Well, I'm saying you're not that hip. You know, you're not, not that hip. Because whenever I play Gunner online in a Call of Duty, <laughs> Johnny. Bravo, Johnny Bravo. Yes. You're like, turn off the game. Wow. Right? Because well, I can hear you in the See? back. I can hear him yeah. in the background. That's you can hear when Brooke said it's messed up. Know, but I'm outside playing, Brooke. I'm sorry. I don't need to be in front of a video. Get involved in gamers having <laughs> right, fun exactly. with one another. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, you ready to do a little maybe summer stock theater? Play a little uh, ice hockey with me, maybe. You can't skate. It's a California kid. Okay. Yeah, Al, why don't you come in here? All right. So, Al, you're going to play the role of Catherine Martin. Brooke, you're going to play the role of uh, Buffalo Bill. I have a script uh, somewhere? Yeah, we have yeah, a script. Boom's gonna give you the script. Al, you take this script. So I'm just gonna set the I'm gonna set the scene for you. Al, you're Catherine Martin. You're the senator's daughter. All right. Now Brooke, you're a Buffalo Bill. Silence of the Lambs. All right. Now, did you ever see Silence of the Lambs, Brooke? I have. Yeah. All right. So here's the scene. They're in the basement. Catherine oh, Martin's in that goodness. that dungeon hole. You now have your junk tucked in between your legs, <laughs> and your legs are tight. You want to see what you look like if you were a woman in a mirror. Like that, okay? Craigie does this okay. very often. You know the movie? Yeah. You know, you, you've done this before. You and Chris I don't know Humphreys, if I can pull this off, though. You and Chris Humphreys used to do this back in the day. Oh, yeah? With Kim Kardashian. <laughs> when you, you, tuck the, you tuck the junk in, you close your legs, and you see what you look like with, if you're like a 1974 woman. So you'll play the role of Buffalo Bill. Al's Catherine Martin. Am I doing a woman's voice or my voice? Pretty much the same. Same. No. It's about the same. All right. Right? You ready to go, Brooke? And I really laid off thick here for I'm not now. ready. You got this, baby. You can do this. This it's is, by fun. the way, Brooke Lopez of the Brooklyn Nets. Five and two, four wins in a row. And they've got the Knicks in their sights above them. Al, are you ready? Yeah, I've, no, I've not seen this movie, but I think I can do it. Boomer and Carton show button pusher, the Eddie Scazzeri. This bit started in the brain of Craig. But Silence of the Lambs and Put the Lotion in the Basket was something we had been kind of fooling around with. Uh, from time to time, I actually have a, a few drops of Boomer say, Put the Lotion in the Basket. It puts the lotion in the basket, or it gets the hose again. And for whatever reason, maybe it's Brooke's uh, unique voice or whatever, Craig just something clicked in his head that he wanted to have uh, Brooke read from the script. And uh, that's how it happened. I started uh, thinking about what wonderful drops I could get out of it, not only from Brooke, but from Al. So, yeah, absolutely. I was licking my chops just waiting. And I think I got one permanent Al drop out of that. I want to see my mommy, please. And a few uh, Brooke Lopez. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Silence of the Lambs, Boomer and Carton style, go. Here we go. Well, you're Buffalo Bill, yeah? Uh, okay. okay. It rubs the lotion on the skin. It does this whenever it is told. Uh, mister, my, my family will pay cash. Whatever ransom you're asking for, they, they pay it. It rubs the lotion on the skin or else it gets the hose again. Oh. Yes, it will, precious, won't it? It will get the hose. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, mister, if you let me go, I won't, I won't, I promise. See, my mom is a real important woman. But I guess you already know that. 
Now it places the lotion in the basket. Please, please, I want to go home. I want to go home, please. It places the lotion in the basket. I want to see my mommy, please. See, see my... Put the lotion in the basket. Nice. Boomer and Carton Show producer... Al Dukes. I wasn't sure whether Brooke Lopez would play along with this bit, because I'm not sure if he even knew what Silence of the Lambs was. I mean, I barely know what it is, and I'm like twice that guy's age. I'm not sure if Brooke knew that that bit really worked because his voice is just like the character in Silence of the Lambs. He may think like every week we just pick a movie scene anytime we have a guest in studio. I would give my performance a B plus. I mean, I paused where I was supposed to pause. I seemed nervous talking to this frightening character. I'm going to go B plus on that one. I'm going to give Brooke a B, solid B. His voice is exactly like the character in Silence of the Lambs, so that alone gives him a B. I'm going to give myself a B plus. I feel like I was just slightly better than him, but he was really the focus because of his voice. That was good. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Dude, you got a career in this. Oh, I don't know about that. You know, listen, Bill, uh, Bill Lane Beer back in the day was a sleestack in Land of the Lost. Yes, he was. <laughs> um, yes, yes, he, he was. was. Yes, he was. You have a future oh. for sure. Uh, Brooke, that's great. I, I, you know, I asked Brooke what he got in here. I said, now listen, I, obviously you must listen to us. You know that we do make a little bit of fun of you, right? And you're very cool about it. He know, he we knows. make fun of everybody. Yeah, we do, actually. We make fun of ourselves as well. How good can the Nets be this year? Uh, you know, I really think the sky's the limit for us. And uh, if we continue to improve the way we do, you know, I think uh, it'll be a very fun year, you know, and uh, we'll um, make an exciting run. And that'll wrap it up for this week's Flashback Friday. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm Tom Izzo, and you stay classy. If you enjoyed this segment, please give it a like, give it a share, and of course, tell your friends, tell your friends. I'm the best radio talk show host at WFAN.